Should we start this? <laughs> that doesn't apply to every. Um, all right, let's just let's just get. It started. was close enough though that I heard it in, in my in head. In post, you just instead of cutting to your theme song, you cut to the Rush Two soundtrack. Oh, Ooh, damn! <laughs> For Nintendo sixty four. Yeah, <laughs> we're one not of the greatest games ever made. We are not going to do that. At that least is stunt level. One of great, one of the greatest games ever made. Got to get all the Mountain Dew cans. Yeah, what does that even do? <laughs> I don't know. It's product placement, like this movie we watched. What do the keys unlock? Oh, yeah. What does everything unlock? It's like NOS. Um, we have a lot to talk about. Yes. We have a very special guest tonight. Yes. And we want to get through some stuff up front that's very important to us. So let's yes. just go ahead and get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the 500 Greatest Films Podcast. My name is Hector Navarro. Sitting to my left is my very good buddy, Mr. Keller Knobloch, the well, Brian to my dom. <laughs> okay. I'm Brian. Yeah. You're the white guy. I'm the not white guy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And I used to be a cop. That makes our guest my younger sister. <laughs> yep. Who is the romantic interest to Brian O'Connor. Hi, Mia. Hi, Mia Toretto. Our guest the is... The girl you know. You heard her on the episode for The Royal Tenenbaums. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we completely... And Finding Nemo. And Finding Nemo. Which, in a review, someone that episode made someone cry. We'll read that review at the end of the episode. We should. We should. It was actually really, really nice. Mm -hmm. Chelsea Pine is our guest. Thank you, Chelsea. Hello. The greatest. Thank you so much for joining us. Actually, I do want to, Keller, if you want to pull up that review. My finance. For the, uh, for, because, (laughs) because it was Chelsea's episode. I would love to read that review. Here's the thing. Um, What's the thing? The country's fucked. Guys, it's. It's more fucked. than fucked. More I mean, than, it was always but fucked, also, but it's, it's more always than been fucked. fucked. Yeah. And uh, it has been a very, very, very horrendous bit week, of a weekend, week, weekend and week. So, which I want to say does not come anywhere close to any any black person in America's not experience. At yeah. Yes, it's, not at all. Yeah. Yes, we, the three of us. I'm Mexican. My family's from Mexico, born and raised in the U.S. And you guys are born and white. raised in the United States. White. We have a lot from of privileges. We're white. Yes. We have a lot of from privileges. California. Um, Keller and I have privileges as men. That we mm-hmm. don't, you know, we we are very very fortunate. We're safe. Guys, we're home. We're okay. It's just it, we're just extremely privileged. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what it's I wanted not- to do, if you're listening to this right now, first of all, thank you. Keller and I talked about like, do we do an episode? And I told Keller, look, man, each of these things, even when we started two years ago for the movie list, part of it was we're talking about what's happening to ourselves, to the world to how we change talking about movies, but also just how we change talking about people mm-hmm. over the over the years. So how I, what's happening in the world affects how we're watching the movie. Yes. That which affected happened. this movie Holy multiple shit. times. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially one specific moment. We yes. were all like we all did the Leo DiCaprio meme. We're like, mm. Oh yeah, and looking at pointed yeah, to pointing the at thing. The so here's what I want to say before we like dive in, because we're probably gonna have a good time talking about this movie. We care about each other. We love each other. We sat and watched a movie tonight. It was nice. And we're going to repeat this again nice. at the end in case you don't get it up top. And we're going to post a lot of links in our description for our episode mm-hmm. and for when On Twitter we tweet stuff. this. Yeah. So if you links found this through resources. Twitter, here's the resources. Links and resources. This is what you can do. This is where you can donate to fund racial justice. Uh, Kumil Nanjiani put up a really nice graphic. You can please, if you can, consider donating to the George Floyd Memorial Fund. The Minnesota Freedom Fund, the Black Visions Collective, Reclaim the Block, Campaign Zero, and Unicorn Riot. Those are just six. 
and Chelsea, you had some. You had some that you wanted to. Kelly, yeah, you've there's got some. the Bay Area Anti-Repression Committee Bail Fund. Okay. On rally.org. Great. And the Atlanta Solidarity Fund. Wonderful. Because, yeah. We're going to post links to all of those. Keep those. I'm keeping these. Mm-hmm. We're going to post all the links that you guys can just very easily click on. And don't think that we forgot about L.A. We live in L.A. and we know that yes. they need funds. But we, I, as I was doing my research this morning, um, they have raised four times the amount that they set as their goal. That's and great. I have been seeing people sharing that link over and We're over again. We're just looking for who needs so it. So I wanted to make sure but that also, other local communities... Locally, wherever the fuck yeah. you are, uh, give wherever you feel like you yes. need to give. Yeah. And with each um, of these... And do whatever you can to help. A dollar helps. Yeah, anything it's at all. Solidarity, it's helping. Yeah. Uh, uh, I want to yeah. mention one more, but this is more of a personal thing, and I probably won't give out the Venmo link, but um, a former student of my mom is a teacher in Minneapolis mm-hmm. and asked her friends and um, co-workers and teachers Anyone nationwide um, to help support her in getting resources for her students because... Not only um, are students going through a hard time with Corona right now, they yeah. are now in danger um, and they have uh, also been evacuating because of um, violence in their area. So these oh students gosh. also need help, yeah, not cool. only um, the bail funds, yes. but there are other so communities that teachers, need help throughout this as well. Teachers, students who need the help. Because at the same time, there's a fucking pandemic going on. I know. That is. It's insane. I found one that I thought was kind of helpful for Los Angeles that I want to read real quick. This is oh, very yeah. interesting. Did uh, you see this? Yeah, there's also a graphic if, that tells you everyone to email if you want to pull that up. Which is super great. We can post that as well. But what's happening locally in Los Angeles is somebody was posting this online that f- I think it was 44% of $3 billion is budgeted for the LAPD in Los Angeles. And at the time of you listening to this, when we put out the episode, will be Monday. That's when the LA city budget is due. Mm-hmm. So this person... And it's going to get voted on, I think. It, yeah, this person's posting like, you can call and email council members and implore them to have an emergency meeting to redistribute because yeah. 44% of $3 billion is an incredible amount of money. And, and we've seen going that they have entirely LA. too much and money. One of the things that people have been if they didn't already know, have been hopefully realizing is like, we need to demilitarize the police. Or defund we need them to entirely. defund them. It's, it's, it's horrible. Does that, or I'll let you read the, any means the tweet to where do you're going to do that. Yeah. I mean, I can, I'll, I'll post the links for the specific people like on the committee and, and their voicemail is now full. They say like, call them and leave a voicemail. Their voicemail is full. So wow. they said, you leave an email, you send yeah. an email because with these people, they're required to count your emails. Mm-hmm. These people are required to count emails for like deciding if they're going to have an emergency meeting or whatever. And you can just very simply copy paste as a citizen. Which is insane. Yeah. Well, we don't have enough emails. (laughs) Yeah, right. As a citizen, I implore you to have an emergency meeting to redistribute city wealth. LAPD does not need 44% of the Los Angeles budget. Angelinos demand a change. even like 0%. I'd say they get to ride on what they got because I think they could go a fucking while. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) On what they got. Right, right. I was going to say, does that reference the, I think it's... It's called the People's Budget of LA. That's the organization oh, is attached yeah. to that. Um, I don't, but that sounds great. That That's exactly what they're talking about. And there's a specific website and organization called the People's Budget of LA. Cool. That shows you what their plan is for uh, reorganizing Budgeting. the budget, yeah. um, which takes that 43% down to 5%. Wow. Um, which is still... Which, which is like what they were going to give parks. Yeah. Right, right. That's um, insane. So 
It's uh, really hard right now, and everybody's going through a lot. And I think black Americans are going through the most. The most. And a lot of the rest of us can't really understand other than like try to listen and try to figure out how we can help. And these organizations that we named, again, if you if you are feeling hurt, really look at these organizations, read up on them, see how you can help. And uh, like, again, just any dollar also, amount. Also, just any do whatever amount. you can to learn. Yeah, yeah, that's about it. About white supremacy. That's and it. How it is. Get it out of here. In Get white supremacy out of here. I, yeah, official stance. Yeah. I also want to say that I've been seeing a lot of graphics. We kind of talked about this, where they're saying like, we understand that learning about your privilege and doing all this work—it's hard work. Right. It's not. No. It's not that hard. Guys, read a you, couple books. Yeah. Watch a <laughs> Get documentary. A book. <laughs> Listen to sixteen nineteen. Right. If you haven't listened to that, take a look. It's uh, watch thirteenth. Watch when they see us. Yep. Like there are so many yep. easy things that you can do to educate yourself. Um, and especially not get defensive if someone tries to educate you. Right. Have those Look, really hard conversations. But when both yeah. parties are willing, it is. It's, it's, it can be great. Yeah. Refresh. It can be great. It's and, very refreshing. And I love that you brought that up, Chelsea, because, yeah, a, a lot of us, uh, especially because we're trying to continue to self-quarantine because we're not trying to get coronavirus. And I know a lot of people are in the same boat and a lot of people are very at risk and they want to protest and they want to go out there and they want to you know you know lend on the front lines, be, yeah, absolutely because yeah. it's it's incredibly vital but if you're someone who isn't going to a protest it's like what chelsea said like it's really the least you can do is to is to stay informed don't let it completely destroy your day because it can because this is this is horrendous but honestly that's what we've all been going through. We, we've been checking ourselves without being on our phone too much, but we're staying informed. We have to be informed. We have to know what's happening. And, and you what's can't going ignore on. it. That's what people's no. lives, yeah. lived exactly. experience. Black people have lived this every day and yeah. you don't get that choice. Yeah. We currently have that choice to not look at this, yep. which is a huge privilege. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. We had a choice to watch a dumb movie for an hour and 45, six yeah. minutes or whatever. And we did it. And, and it doesn't mean that the person we were before we sat down to watch the movie goes away entirely because we, we, we were, we, you know, we experience art, art, but we experienced <laughs> a, a commercial product uh, of artistry. And, uh, and even how we viewed this almost 20 year old movie was like, right. well, and it's it. the basis of your guys' podcast where we have this lens of the last 20 years, plus also the lens of the last three days. Yeah. Like you were saying, we were, literally pointing at one point being like that's that happened like yeah. that's what's happening right yeah. now we'll mm-hmm. just cut we'll uh, i'm gonna cut to the chase at one point in the film and we'll talk about it a cop puts their knee on a suspect and it was like on oh their my, neck oh, on their neck mm-hmm. thank you yeah thank you yeah and it was uh insane because yeah. it's because because this movie's not about that do you know what I'm saying? But that's the insane thing. It's what thing. everyone's been saying is like, yeah. this is or a tactic used by police, but no one, always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no one accepts it because they're so blind to it or right. don't want to be, don't have that video footage like we did now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's like, oh, yep, that's, that's ingrained. Yeah. That's fucking ingrained and in the in, institution of the police force. And we have become desensitized to it the way we become desensitized to other types of like movie and fictional violence you know because all this stuff is supposed to be you know i don't know it's just uh it, or just um, like yeah how uh 
so many movies are just about the cops being the greatest. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Hero cops is like a whole genre unto yeah. itself, you know? Especially and, in the 60s and 70s. I just remembered yeah. I loved watching Hawaii Five-0. Yeah, absolutely. That's a cop show. Absolutely. Yeah, and I, you know, I think that's why, I think that's part of the reason why when I glommed on to superheroes as a kid, and as I got older, as I became a young man, teenager, and then young adult, like, so, at some point I realized, oh, I can keep liking them because they're not real. Like, they're mm-hmm. not politicians. They're not even actors. They're not musicians. They're not it's athletes. Not like a, they're not... Don't ever meet your heroes. Right. It's like, hey, it's I'm like, never going to fucking can't, meet these I can't heroes. meet Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider-Man will always hey, be good. Mm-hmm. you can. You can. At Disneyland, you can. <laughs> you can. And certain people that have contributed to those fictional characters can be bad are garbage they are garbage and yet it still can never dilute the purity of the you know of the the essence of the character whereas like if somebody's essence of the character lives on if somebody's favorite genre is like cop movies it's like oh that's it depends like if you like a good yeah uh, but we were talking about like the corrupt cop movies like those copland or serpico yeah the Departed. Know, the or Departed. Huh. Yeah, is this movie that we're about to talk about pro-cop Boom. or anti-cop? Thank oh, you, man. Chelsea. Or is it neutral? Thank you, Chelsea. Great question. Um, I got to pull this thing. So anyway, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to transition from like it, the world's yeah. on fire and everybody should be paying we attention. We are here listening. We yes. are here learning. We are here growing. Um, I am doing my best. My best will never be good enough. Right. Uh, so I just want to let all of you out there who are protesting are going out to the sit-ins tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, that, yeah, bro. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Fucking keep fighting. Um, and be safe. And be safe. Please be they safe. Are, Wear a mask. They're not playing by any rules. Yeah. Get your hands look, on hand sanitizer if you can. Look for tricks and traps. Like, that's yeah. part of it. It's insane. It's yeah. insane. Um, all right. Keller, should we move on to the to the dumb movie we're talking about? Fucking guess. <laughs> all right. I guess. Okay. Chelsea, thank you again for being our guest. And you're you're our guest because, well, because you're, I'm we, here. You're here. We care about you. You watch the movie with us, but you watch the movie with us. Why? You have never seen these movies. <laughs> no, and also you love cars. Yes, you're a big car person. <laughs> she am. owns a That's 1965 right. Mustang. Whoa! It's a nice, nice piece Whoa. of. It's a nice piece of hunk of metal. So his you, name it's is a Jude. Nice Jude. Jude. Hey. It's a nice. Jude, four wheels. So you, so you can appreciate this movie on a level that I will never care about. I will. I I want to call this out because I this is something I'm proud of. Keller goes, hey, look, that's a Honda Miata. Yeah, and sorry, I was like, um, Mazda Honda. Those are two different. That's a Mazda yeah. Miata. <laughs> <laughs> and the car that we're looking at right, right now, right now, you mm-hmm. uh, how. Um, is a Honda S2000. Very Sorry. nice. Yeah. I did so, have to Google that, though, but I know what a uh, Mazda... Now you got me saying Honda Miata. Yeah, you were wrong. Honda Miata. <laughs> that's a Miata. that's a Ford Chevy. Ford Chevy. <laughs> I know that. You gotta love them. That's a Ford Chevrolet. Oh, man, you see the Jaguar on that. Boy, oh, boy. That's We're pathetic, Keller. They're, we're <laughs> very bad at cars. I was just going to say Honda again. <laughs> <laughs> so, also, before we jump in, What's Chelsea, that? you've man. seen... All or parts of Hobbs and Shaw. Good I've seen order. all of Hobbs you, and Shaw. So that's your introduction to this. And I loved it. Oh my <laughs> god! Which is a good introduction. Like that's you insane. don't. There's no so, spoilers. That's true. Let's go really. back to the start. Okay. There was a period period of time mm-hmm. where you both kind of got all all our friend group into like 
okay, some of us haven't seen it, including right. Chelsea. Right. Let's go all out. Let's watch these. Yeah. For some reason or another, Keller and I weren't able to attend. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, as you are Hector, was mm-hmm. like, you have to watch all of them. True. I do. I do. He I does do say, say that. that. And that's do how he that. lives. And that's yeah. how. I'm not going to apologize for it. And yeah, he's helping, he, he does he put it on other people. Around. I do. However, <laughs> I do not personally feel that pressure. So I can kind of cool. shake yeah. it off. But, but but we did start. The first Fast and the Furious. It's like, and hey, I what got else as far as Sandwich Crazy. Sandwich Crazy. And then, that's like and then, four minutes. And then you were like, eh. Or was it just And like, I was like, this is bad. Yeah. Turn it off. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And then yeah. you tried to get me to watch two. Oh, uh, uh. No. I don't or think what, it was did we two. skip to four? I think we might have skipped to four. Oh. Is that before Tokyo Drift? No, it's confusing. It's it. There's a little bit of a. I don't remember which one we skipped. Okay, to. we'll, we'll he, get to it when we get to it. I don't want to. I don't want to talk too much about the future of these movies, but you do at least have some frame of reference of. Like, I've seen parts of one, some other one with some awesome action sequence. Okay. One of them. Oh, okay. one of them. Yeah. One okay. of them. Okay. One of the and awesome, then awesome action sequences. Part of Tokyo Drift. Okay. And I at all three of those was like. Not, I can't. Not for me. I can't. Interesting. So it's not that interesting. It is it's interesting. Pretty fair. No, what's interesting is how how it's flipped. How it's flipped. That's what's interesting. How the tables have turned. How the tables. You've also put in turned. some. You put some garbage under your belt in the time since, though. Mm. Like what? Like, yeah, like like we've what? watched some shit. Like what? I'm trying to think of any movie. Oh, just like movies we rented and movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. sure, oh, sure, sure. Because like, because when was all this happening? A few years ago was this? Yeah, that was like, like eight, first eight, year dating. When, oh. when eight came out, it might have been when eight came out. When did eight come out? Twenty. So okay. Well, remember no, when you went and watched right it with Augustine? Twenty thirteen was six. Didn't you go watch it over at Augustine and Cynthia's house? Yeah, twenty fifteen I think was seven. So then 2018 was eight. We shouldn't know anything about any of these movies if we're going to do this podcast. Yeah. (laughs) So it was a couple years ago. And then, so Keller's saying since then, like maybe you've become more accustomed to watching crap movies, (laughs) like powering through to get to the other side. Uh, But Keller, please. Again, that's the Hector effect. Go get that dusty old British guy. Get him out here because he's have to, he has to tell us what movie we're talking about tonight. We're starting our third series. Mission oh, yeah. Impossible done. Wes Anderson movies done. We're starting our third series tonight. The Fast and the Furious. That's right. Get the British guy to tell us what movie we're starting with tonight. Like Kelly just said, <laughs> The Fast <laughs> and the Furious 2001. Director Rob L. We didn't. We couldn't find out what the L was. I'm just going off Wikipedia. Lenny no. Cohen, <laughs> sleek and shiny on the surface, the Fast and the Furious recalls those cheesy teenage exploitation flicks of the 1950s. Does it? Uh, yeah, yeah. A, I would. Um, yeah, American Graffiti. No, it's James Dean. James yeah, Dean's a little James rebel Dean. without a cause. Yeah. A little. Okay. I think. I think it's fair to say that, yeah. especially because the characters are all supposed to be like what at the oldest twenty four years they old. They didn't mention Point Break at all, though. <laughs> In that, I agree. But the director commentary did, and of the director course. for sure knew he was trying to reference Point Break. He was trying to reference. Um, I'm trying to remember what other movie he said. Some other movie about like an undercover cop. Heat. No, not Heat. It was something else. But um, it's fair, and I think it's fair to point out that according to Rotten Tomatoes, this movie is rotten. It has like a forty or something. Mm-hmm. Like it has like a thirty or forty percent. Don't worry. It ended up having 
nine sequels. Yeah. <laughs> Eight sequels and a spinoff. Yeah. yeah. So nine. far. So far. A that spinoff counts, TV series. It counts as a sequel. And a couple little short films that we're going to get to. Yeah. So, if we're um, going to do it on the podcast, we're counting it as a sequel. I've seen this movie. Keller's seen this movie. Chelsea's yeah. never seen this movie. You didn't care about this franchise before, Chelsea. I want to start with you. Overall thoughts tonight. You were invested you were engaged multiple times. You like liked. at the end when they were racing, I saw you sit up. Yep. You're like, oh my god, I'm going to get hit by a train. My well, favorite moment is when <laughs> Brian O'Connor got pulled over by cops in his truck, and he was being arrested. And then they took him to a house, and we were like, <laughs> and we were like, oh boy, I can't believe they arrested him. And you were like, wait, what's happening? And then they uncuffed him, and you went, oh, what? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and you reacted in that way of like the, in the twist exact of perfect way. And he's oh. an undercover cop. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. You were like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Chelsea, overall thoughts tonight. Overall thoughts. I think I reframed it, or maybe it is the the quarantine where sometimes you just need that escapism mm-hmm. of I'm gonna throw Abby under the bus. She was watching 90 Day Fiance. Yeah. <laughs> That's her guilty pleasure. <laughs> Um, and people are like, don't say guilty pleasure. Okay, fine. That should her, be a pleasure. It no, it's a guilty pleasure yeah. to watch 90, 90 Day, Day Fiance. Fiance. Yeah. If you watch 90 Day Fiance, is, you are guilty of a uh, crime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is watching trash TV, sure. But yeah. Yeah. So, Just yeah, that, the trash good. TV thing. Mm-hmm. And I have mm-hmm. other friends who have been like, you know, teen dramas have been getting me through quarantine. Sure. Or trashy TV or Survivor or bullshit like that. And kind of maybe framing it in that um, and being... Like I'm going in for yeah, a fun what time the with fuck cars. Am I doing? Yeah. yeah, you're going. Well, in. Yeah. We played a board game today. It's getting <laughs> bad. We did. You know what? I'm gonna say this movie's better than that board game. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Fair. That's fair. Yeah. Well, let's <laughs> not say the name second, of the board game. Like, then. Let's not I, say the name. I of the could board play game. this again. Yeah. I'm fine. And then never after watching that. Fast, I'm fine. Never playing that yeah, again. Is there a Fast and Furious board game? Oh my god. I don't think there is. Let's make it. Let's create that. Yeah. Let's create it. That could be fun. Could it? creating Maybe. a board game yeah I oh, think we so. should make up r- just because oh, it would be fun to have like was bad instead of like imagine like having to write one of those rule books. community it's like nas and sandwich crazy that's fun <laughs> but that's i don't want fun. no one likes monopoly <laughs> why are you making a I'm remake just, of i'm not making a remake of monopoly but i'm just saying i think instead in elementary of, school we did have to make up our own board game at yeah, one point probably and it's so exhausting Sure, you I could see you so not being rules. into that at all, Keller. I could no see, I could thanks. see some little nerd kids are super into it. Oh fuck! And some, like you, were like, no, <laughs> this sucks. One hundred percent. You gotta draw the. Little How many times cards. have I been like, Keller, you want to play Hero Clicks with me? You're like, no, I'm gonna go play a video game that I've already played, and I'm gonna keep playing it. I'm like, okay. Basically, yeah. And I'm not like, I was playing new things in the video game. Okay, all right, fair. <laughs> I wasn't replaying the but video game. Back to what Chelsea was talking about. It's a guilty pleasure. Yeah, it's like a. a also, bit, I played your clicks with you once. You did. You did. For yeah, you did. It's, it's boring would you, as fuck. Would you say it's like a soap opera? The movie. It's very like melodramatic. It's very yeah, over the it's top. melodramatic. It's but. So I think also thinking back to the first time I watched those first four minutes, mm-hmm. I was just. I think maybe at that time too, we were watching really good movies, and I was noticing more because also. Yeah. I don't know much about the film industry. I'm in. I'm a graphic designer in digital production. I didn't study film like a lot of my friends. But, but you know you, it looks but, good. But you know true. art. I Yeah. And now, especially <laughs> knowing you guys and exploring this more, I can see the relationship between each of the parts or like how a script mm. can affect the acting or how the director affects the performance from the actors. And I think it was just writing and delivery. I was just like, 
this is shitty. This it's, this is shitty. I can't I get over that. Yeah. But now I'm like, all right, whatever. I can look past that. Mm-hmm. Um, to look at what's the best thing that this movie has to offer. Yeah. And what would you say if it's not the writing or the acting? Is it the directing? Is it the tone? No. Is it the excitement of like the action sequences, or is it the? I don't know. What would you I, What would you say? I think it starts with the action. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely got the when I was like ready to sit on the edge of my seat for the rest of it was that first time where they come into where smorgasbord is now Mm. where they're driving for the drift races Oh, or it's not drift street races. They're all congregating one night in that area. And I saw all the cars and I'm like, this is cool. (laughs) Sorry. I will shout about racism in the country. (laughs) I saw you turn that down (laughs) when I peaked and I will shout about how cool cars are. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's the other fun thing is like after having lived in L.A. for a couple of years to really watch this first movie because the other movies take place in other parts of the world, mm-hmm. which is cool. But the first movie is it feels very at times very L.A. Yes. You know, uh, they have Corona, which is great. They have, um, you know, they go to different pla- They go to Chinatown. We did each drink a Corona. We did. During well, this. You and I did. Chelsea was like, I'm good. Oh, yeah, sorry. But we definitely had Coronas. I had an ice cream sandwich. I wasn't eating it at the same time as the line sandwich. I also crazy. A, I had an ice cream sandwich, and it yeah. was a crazy ice cream. Sandwich. Yeah, <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> Mint chocolate but, chip. But it is fun to 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 watch the movie and be like, "What part of town is this? What is this? Right. Echo Park? What is this? Silver Lake? Where are we? You know, in different yeah. parts of L.A. Where is this Mid City? Where you know, is mm-hmm. this is this is that Dodger Stadium? And that was fun too. Whereas like, yeah, I think the first time I saw this movie, I had grown up in San Diego. I didn't Diego. know anything yeah. about it. Yeah, so that wasn't like an appealing part of it. But mm-hmm. you saw where those restaurants are. And, and now we're going to go and first. get a sandwich, crazy sandwich. And that first race at night is also really like, I think it's well done because afterwards I was saying, I picked this up from the director commentary. I did all the special feature. Uh, now, it's, yeah. now it's my turn. Mm-hmm. And I was saying that the, uh, the director purposefully, the director purposefully took a 10 second race. It's supposed to be 10 oh, seconds, yeah. right? From start to finish with a stretch of street that they quarter block mile. off. Quarter mile. Quarter mile at a time. They stretch it out to two, two and a half minutes. So you could feel, he was trying to get you to feel what the rate, like the like Vin Diesel was feeling when you know he hits the thing. And, and he even said, it's like you're going into hyperspace like in Star Wars. We went very stylized with it. We went very, you know, mm-hmm. we're trying. He's like, I was trying to visualize how to show that moment. And I thought, let's go into the engine and see the thing ignite and then, you know, go that way. So like, that stuff, especially from, uh, from 2001. When that happened, Chelsea goes, it's like Osmosis Jones. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yes. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. It was so funny. So I think for me, that's probably the, the best stuff that this movie has to offer. Actually, that's not true. For me, it ends up being about the early days of these characters because I because then you can track the whole franchise later and, and I care about the characters later. Not in necessarily in this movie, but it is cool to revisit, especially See the, the beginning, the origin of those yeah. characters, and especially See the, the scene, origin of like me and friendship. Brian yeah, and, and yeah, all that stuff, and to <laughs> see the scene where maybe my favorite scene where it's just Vin Diesel for like a little mini monologue, talking about his dad, yeah, talking about his, his dad car. dying, mm-hmm. him hearing him screaming, but people telling that him that is the best scene. It's, a, it's the best scene, and then him being like, "I saw him a week later. I had a wrench in my hand, and I I hit him, yeah, and I, two and two yeah, it was great." It was really, it was really great, and it was like well written, and so in that regard, uh, I like that part of the movie. I think it is a very kind of a cheesy movie, and for me, overall, the movie doesn't hold up. Overall, it's just very late nineties, early two thousands. Oh, it just, I can't. The, the music, music, the clothing, is disgusting. It's bad. 
the homophobia, is, absolutely. the racism, absolutely, absolutely, the sexism, the mm-hmm. misogyny. Mm-hmm. It's very 2001. Like, yeah, we're gonna show what it's like. <laughs> yeah, but, but we yeah. talked about it. From I think it's director. a yeah, a white director sure. doing stereotypes. Yeah. Uh, I didn't even ask this. Like, is he from LA? Because he had oh. he didn't know anything about racing culture. Know. Someone said we want to do this. We right. want you to do it. And he's like, I don't Based know. Based on an article. And mm-hmm. then he went to a race mm-hmm. and was like, Cool, great. I get it. I love it. Mm-hmm. I can do this. But he's an outsider coming in. Right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, he's a filmmaker, and he had done. I mean, it was funny because I pointed this out to Keller. Rob Cohen directed the movie Dragonheart, which was really funny. He also directed. He directed a bunch the of movies. Not intentionally really funny. Dragonheart? Yeah. No, it's not. But okay. it's funny that want, okay. this guy directed this movie called Dragonheart. And then after Fast and Furious, he did like Triple X with Vin Diesel. He's from he New did York. some other action movies. So he's from New York. Went to now, Harvard. He may have gone to see an illegal street race in New York. I don't know if he was in uh, LA when he but the point is is that, like you said, Chelsea, the studio approached him with a idea for a movie based on an article that was covering street racing culture. Oh, apparently he's also a piece of shit. Oh. Oh, is he really? Oh. Yeah. How so? Sexual abuse allegations. Oh. Yeah. Oh, well then we're going to go ahead and roll up our sleeves and rip into this guy. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, uh, that's very interesting because. Probably the producer that makes an appearance too in that Ferrari. He probably is <laughs> a piece of shit too. Uh, he didn't look great. The director and that they both make an appearance, which definitely is like white male yeah oh this is hollywood this is and bad. they're both the broiest bros yeah. in the world I, in the movie i don't want to read this at all this is very bad can i yeah can i read it mm, it's to the point where i'm like i don't even want you to read it oh no oh no i read the first i reread the first sentence turn again. by turn i haven't seen Bro. This, his face i reread the first sentence again no my he's god he's got his hands on his forehead it's bad it's very bad. These allegations, uh, I should say, for legal purposes, the allegations are very, yeah, very yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, car- and his career then still went on, is what you're saying. He did I don't know. I don't. Because this are, is very were, recent. Yeah, these oh. are recent. So he he directed movies in. He did TV and stuff. I think in his the, last movie is the Hurricane Heist. Who right. The fuck? No one's heard. Nobody of that. saw that. No but so he I think did he's kind Tomb of petered out. Dragon Emperor. Yeah, he did the Mummy Three. So this man, this white man Mm -hmm. from Hollywood, has Mm -hmm. a historical record of doing stereotyped Asian characters in films. But I want to bring this up too because he directed a movie that I remember as a kid enjoying. Dragon the Bruce Lee. Dragon the Bruce Lee story, which Mm -hmm. I think was a made-for-TV movie. Maybe it was theatrically released. I can't remember, but I think for you, I think I saw it on TV. But it's it's a biopic about Bruce Lee, okay. and he mentioned it in the commentary because he's like, "I did this movie about Bruce Lee." It's a documentary. No, it's a, oh, it's like it's a, a narrative it's a narrative on his life. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. like a drama. It's like an actor named, um, I think it's Jason Scott Lee plays Bruce Lee, no relation, and I thought he did a great job. And I forget who else played Bruce Lee's wife, but um, I liked it as I I thought that that movie was good as a Lauren kid. I haven't Holly. seen it. Yeah, yeah, Laurie Holly from Dumb and Dumber. I haven't seen it in like okay. 25 years or whatever. It came out in the mid 90s. But 93. Rob, 93, Rob Cohen was saying that movie to him made him feel as though, uh, and maybe he was referencing Bruce Lee himself and all the barriers he broke in Hollywood or the fact that he did this movie. But he was like, I felt as though that made me understand that Asian actors could play all different types of roles and not just one thing. So they could be bad guys, good guys, varied, whatever, whatever, which led him, led him to have 
Johnny Tran be the and his sort of family be like the bad guys, the antagonists of this movie. So the question was, is this movie authentic or is it full of stereotypes? And not just Asian stereotypes, but like, you know, the the way that other ethnicities and cultures and stuff are depicted mm-hmm. in the movie. Is it stereotypical or is it authentic? I do want to point out none of the Asian characters have accents at least. Yeah. Which seems like, okay, cool. Plus one for Hollywood. Like, good job, guys. But it's but they're still, you know, and they show them like well off, like in the in Orange County or whatever, like him and his That's family super are very nice wealthy. House, yeah. yeah, super nice house. So I could see the I could see the intent behind it, but I still don't know if like you I know, think the let's thing all that meet puts, up in Chinatown. Yeah, right. That's and it's the like, thing that puts it over the edge for me that I'm like, you crossed the line here. You're not authentic. Right. Is, also, that, is that authentic or inauthentic to have, you know, I don't know. I know nothing about racing culture at all. Neither do I. So, uh, yeah. And I have never cared enough to like do any kind of research or whatever. We're going to yeah. start getting into it, though. Because we were asking those questions. I'm going to take my uh, Hyundai accent out on the <laughs> fucking streets, bro. Do you mean your Hyundai Honda? I had a, yeah, I had a Mazda. <laughs> Mazda Miata? The, the Dodge. <laughs> Mazda Miata Dodge. Uh, Mazda Dodge. I had a Saturn Kia that was pretty nice. Oh, man. <laughs> Took it out there on the, souped it up. I got an 83 Taurus. And it's, and it's a weird other thing of like multiple times on the commentary, the director said the phrase rice rockets. One referring to I've like. I've heard of that. And it's like, I've heard that too. So I don't know if, it, I'm like, is that racist to say? It sounds racist. It does sound racist, but, but I think it I also is. Remember I've heard the term and also rice burners. Growing up and hearing. I remember yeah. growing up in Southern California and hearing that about what? motorcycles or cars, like whatever the. Yeah, like a right? yeah. Uh, yeah. Japanese made car right. or a Korean uh, made car. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some sort wow, of a, I've never heard that. Some sort of a car um, manufacturer or. or company from asia that's they can go very fast like that's i have heard that so so yeah man i don't know but if that's the whole thing about this this movie that's interesting is that there's some stuff baked into its dna that does not leave the franchise that's there till the end and i think that they have mostly kept the positives that's baked in the dna things about like the family, the found family that melodrama the melodrama the 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 criminals with uh, with a code like they're bad guys but good good people kind of a thing is there till the end but thankfully and this is my opinion most of the misogyny racism and sort of stereotypes to me are minimized maybe not all the way gone by the by by like where the franchise is today but the booty shots yes it it feels as though there might still be booty shots Yes, but there's also ex- there's like counterexamples. There's subversion, of that. right? To it, right? Which we can yeah. we'll talk about later. We'll we get will to talk later. about later. And that's the exciting thing. Chelsea said she's gonna try to watch all these with yeah, us. Yeah, you'll try to do it. Coming on the journey. Yeah, I was so happy when I turned to Hector and I was like, Hector, hmm. she's invested now. Yeah, and she was. <laughs> yeah, she was invested you enough were sitting in up. in like the Brian O'Connor twist where he was an undercover cop. Mm-hmm. You were invested. What parts were you the most, would you say you're the most invested? Just like the when racing itself. When they all come itself? out on the street. Yeah. The, the that first scene's I, good. It is. Yeah. And uh, the opening's good. I don't know much mm-hmm. about street culture, racing culture, street racing culture, um, but I have been fascinated with it. And there was a Vice piece, I think maybe a year ago, I sent mm-hmm. you that I loved, that they went with these guys on a Sunday afternoon around LA. And cool. I was like, I want to go. And Keller's cool. like, that's dangerous. Yeah. Um, <laughs> probably not. 
but okay. Yeah. Um, I, I, like cops probably roll up there all the maybe. time. Maybe. You know, they have those like legal. Yeah. Like yeah. we should go to I want to go to one of those. When that's it's a like thing in Pomona. Again. Yeah. In Pomona. I, think I would also go down to, I would go to that for yeah. sure. Yes. Mm-hmm. I would be so down Take for that. some earbuds. Um, yeah, man. Okay. So yeah, the racing, the cars, the, I think, cause I, I've never seen Point Break and mm-hmm. you even mentioned it while we started the movie and I just, it glossed over me and I was like, when it, it hit, I was like, oh, I put these things together that I remember you guys talking about Point Break in this film. Oh, mm-hmm. this is a undercover the cop. cop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Um, 36 minutes in. Mm-hmm. It's when they reveal it. It's pretty good. It is pretty good. For an hour and 46 minute movie. Yeah. Like. That's Almost pretty, half. That's a. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. <laughs> and okay. then the moment where they reveal it, we determined it's not a Pontiac GTO. It is a charger. 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 <laughs> Dodge charger. Were you testing you us? Both. Were you testing us? I could say I was, but I legitimately forgot because oh, okay. it's almost okay. uh, what time at night and I'm yeah. tired. Um, Vin Diesel's car. His, His dad's, dad's car. car and that then they that built. whole scene. Yeah. It is very good. Mm-hmm. But I do have an affinity for classic cars. Awesome. Oh, yeah. So when that happens, I'm like, I'm in even more. Awesome. Okay. Well then I think you're going to like Vin Diesel's character throughout these movies. <laughs> I also really like the moment that Paul Walker's like, this is officer O'Connor. And then Vin Diesel is like, fucking <laughs> pissed. <laughs> I love that moment. Vin yeah. Diesel has some pretty decent moments. Vin Diesel yeah. has gotten worse as an actor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Chelsea, you asked me, is Vin Diesel a bad actor? And I said, I think he's a good limited actor. Mm-hmm. I think like... He's good as the pacifier. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's good as the Iron Giant. I think like Keanu Reeves, who plays the undercover cop Johnny Utah in Point Break, <laughs> which is a pretty terrible name. But Johnny all these, Utah. All these names are pretty ridiculous. Um, but I think Keanu Don is also Toretto. a good limited actor. I don't think he's an actor with a huge range. But I think he's pretty amazing in The Matrix. And it's like the movie's not asking a whole lot. You know what I mean? It does I think have he's, a similar tone to yeah. John Wick. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I think he's pretty amazing in the John Wick movies. Like for, for what he, a very stoic, silent type of a character. And I think Vin Diesel has that kind I of presence. I want to watch John Wick now. I was going to say, it. did it? Did we try to watch Fast and the Furious before I watched all the John Wick movies? I maybe, think so. Maybe. And then I... Then John Wick might have been Wick a turning point. And it was a turning cool. point. Where maybe. you were like, oh, I get it. I can... Shitty action movies. I'm in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Is there anything else that you can think of? You know what? Interrupt us if you think of something. Okay. That's a more... That's adding to your overall thoughts on the experience on the movie. Good or bad. Whatever you want to talk about. My overall thoughts are, I don't enjoy rewatching this movie because it's too dated for me. Mm. But watching it with people who've never seen it is one of my favorite things. Yeah, I so, enjoyed this right? more than I have in a, a long, long time. time. Me too. I was I'm like <laughs> low key dreading it, and then yeah. halfway through this, is like I'm excited to watch all these movies. Me now. too. Especially since Chelsea's it's gonna really, be watching with us. It's really because yeah. Chelsea was there, so. and you'll get to react as we go. Blushing. Yeah, we're about yeah. to have. <laughs> oh man, we're about Wait, to be. You're blushing now, Keller. Read that review. Wait till we're all hungry. Read that oh. review. Oh yeah, that's the next one. Read this review. Oh yeah. I got it pulled up. Wait yeah, for this, it. Wait, you're going to blush even more, Chelsea. This is an email. It's an email. Read this email. Love the show. <laughs> Wanted to review the... Oh, hello there, Hector and Keller. Hi. Wanted to review the show, but iTunes made me change my password so many times, I just gave up. <laughs> so, just sending this to extend my most sincere admiration for the podcast. 
I knew Hector from Hyper RPG and guest appearances on other things and always loved the fiery passion for movies and especially Spider-Man. And Keller's sense of humor was immediately riveting. Oh, riveting. Now I'm blushing. Awesome. The cynical, nitpicky plot analysis has seemingly taken over most movie reviewers online. Yeah. So it's just a blast to bask in your guys' love for film. And yes, I cried a bit on the Finding Nemo episode because obviously. Because obviously. <laughs> because obviously our guest was Chelsea. That's what. <laughs> anyway, here's five stars and two enthusiastic thumbs up. Keep up the awesome work. Aww. I will definitely be sticking around for the next eight years. Take care. That's awesome. If you are listening, you want to send us a review, shoot us an email. We're at 500greatestfilms greatestfilms at gmail.com. Or you can leave a five-star review on iTunes. And now we're just reading reviews. That's half of the show now. (laughs) That's half of the dang show. Um, We got more. uh, I got more for you, too. Do we have a name for the person who sent that email? That is uh, Ryan. Have we read Ryan's email before? No, right? This is the first no, time we're reading this. the show. this is the first time show. we're reading this email on the show. Ryan, thank you so much. If we can there also... There are good people out there. There are. Also, yeah. if you could... Kind if you, people. I'm, I'm going to ask Ryan for a follow-up. I know you said because, obviously, for crying at Finding Nemo, but Ryan, Why um, did you let's cry? get into it. I would yeah, love to know... Tell us what, it, what, what, spe- what did it. A specific... Was it Chelsea's story about loving the movie as a kid? Was it... I can't remember anything else we talked about in that know. episode. That's been like Father two years away. Yeah. Fa- yeah, exactly. Self-discovery. It was probably Father one of our... Stuff. our yeah. One of us said an Albert Brooks Let impression. Let us know. Yeah. How we did it. <laughs> if you have time, Nemo. I mean... If you have time and you can remember, yeah, just shoot us over. You do, su- you do such a good... <laughs> Thanks. Albert Brooks far away. That's, know, that's right? what you do. Very, very good. <laughs> that's what I'm doing. That's so funny. And then you do, uh, you do a good like... Somebody, somebody running from a tornado far away. What do they always go? What do they say? Yeah. Quick! Oh my god! Oh my god! It's everywhere. Um. Anyway, yeah. Those, those are my overall thoughts. I also enjoy, like, like I said, I don't like rewatching this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> some people love this, Twister. and it's their, it's their favorite in the some franchise. Love Twister. If some people love. I would rewatch that, but I don't think it I don't like up. it I mean, at all. If it, no. if it made you fall in love with the franchise, I get right. it. Twister but made me fall in love. I with movies. will say, the misogyny. Yes. Real. There's oh yeah, Ja Rule's uh, friend pulling up. Yep. 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 Who I, now? Hector's story definitely makes it sound like yeah. she's a fuck buddy in the trailer. Yeah. yeah. So here's the fuck story. Fuck buddy in the trailer. According to... That was going to be the sequel of this movie. According to <laughs> Rob Cohen, who had some horrendous allegations that I don't even want to read on this podcast. You wow. can look them up. Guys, you look should. Them up. He's a legit Wikipedia. fucking garbage yes. human. And honestly, don't buy this movie. <laughs> make sure he never gets money again. Uh, yeah, that's a bummer of it, too, is that I think he'll see... I think he that every movie that comes out... The fourth one. Oh, he does. He comes the back Fast for the, the fourth one. Or I think he did Fast really? and Furious. Didn't no, 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 no. Okay, that's good. Justin Lin also. Okay, I got Justin scared. Lin came in for Tokyo Drift, and oh they yeah, were he like, got pissed after this, at the rest good. of them. Fuck him. Exactly. But Justin Lin really Fuck is em. is I think the best director that's been on the franchise up to this point. And John Singleton directed two. R.I.P. John Singleton, who's a great director, directed the second one, and uh, James Wan directed the seventh. And I'm trying to remember F. Gary Gray directed the eighth. Like there's been some really oh, good yeah, directors yeah, yeah. Like, on this hitters. franchise. I'm still gonna go with Justin Lin because he changed the game. He and made did such it a good job four with and three five though. That they gave him three, four, five, six. And now he's coming back for nine. Like he's the guy. Mm-hmm. He's the guy. But anyway, um what was I gonna say? Man, I completely lost my train of thought. Here's the story. The director oh. commentary said 
the beginning where Ja Rule, and also it's really corny that Ja Rule's in it. Like, like it's so early two thousands, and it's like. But I was also, to do research. it's awesome that Ludacris is, he is a in good, all of them. Yeah, D- dude, is he a good person? I don't know. Ja Rule did Firefest. What? I think he did Firefest. <gasps> Like he was gonna perform at Firefest. No, no he's I think the fa- he, he's the wait no. He, I don't think he's the founder of Firefest. Wait, who was that Firefest? I can't dude? keep up with all of the. We are really bad controversy. But here's what I do know: the the scene where this woman came up and put his hand on her yeah. boob. <laughs> he found founded it by Billy yeah. McFarlane, that piece of shit, and Ja Rule. And oh, Ja Rule, yeah. yeah. Oh fuck oh. Ja Rule. Was it a thing where Ja Rule got swept up in it though? And they're like, no. "Can we use your name, kind Ja Rule?" Of, yes. Yeah. Well, no, he was the co-founder of it, yeah. and he was like. No. Yep. But he ended up being like, Billy, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this woman that in the movie puts her, put Ja Rule's hand, and his character's name is Edwin, which is like the dorkiest name from mm-hmm. like, his real name is Ja Rule. While his is song super is cool. playing over the movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is um, not his real name. She puts her hand on, Too fast. his hand on her Too breast, furious. and she goes, you're going to win this either way. She takes his hand. Yeah, puts it on her breast. Yes. Mm-hmm. You're going to win this either way, but if you win... Like, win or lose, this is yours. But if you win, you get her too. And like, it cuts to like another woman waiting. Monica. Menage. And the the commentary, the director said, that woman who did that was not an actress, but she was in Ja Rule's trailer. And then they just like asked her to do that. And she said yes. So it's like, she's a woman. Yells Uh, a racial slur and walks away. Oh, yeah, she does. does. (laughs) And I'm like, is she black? Because she nope. just said the N word. Yeah, not at all. Some some Latin. I don't know. Some Latinas well, when did that and J-Lo Latinos. Music video I know. I'm like, oh <laughs> my god. So it's that stuff that's the bummer of this movie. And like I said, I I did enjoy it tonight mainly because Chelsea had never seen it. So you know, yeah, like showing it to somebody, a whole dimension to it. Yeah, showing Especially it to somebody, knowing what's to come exactly, and knowing that you were at least this invested this time. Because I'm like, it gets better. They're gonna get and better. you actually end up liking. The, char- the characters like, more. Again, I love Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. Oh, can't mm-hmm. wait. Wait till we wait get to Hobbs. Wait till we get to Hobbs, but also wait until we get to later Shaw. Shaw. Shaw yeah. on the plane. <laughs> Shaw no on the spoilers. plane. No spoilers. No spoilers. Wait, I feel like I've seen I've shown that. you no. that scene, actually. Oh, Baby on the plane. Oh, yeah, no spoilers. That. But that's, that's okay. Great, that's, that's a fun. That's how you get. You going to do spoilers. I was trying to get Chelsea in. This is this is all I'll say that for, didn't get me for spoilers. It if, didn't. Listen, Hobbs and Shaw did though. Listen, I'm gonna put. But this also, out there. Idris Elba adds a dimension to Hobbs and Hob- Shaw. Absolutely, too. I'm gonna put this out there right now. Chelsea, first of all, I would love it if you watched every movie with us. If you wanted to be a guest on literally every episode and tell us how you're feeling through the like through the evolution, great, no pressure. You don't have to at all. But um, I'm I, like Keller and I are able to talk about these movies bigger picture, at length, the whole thing. Some- or we can just focus on the micro picture and look at each movie, and that's fine. But in terms of spoilers, I, I, I can't be more vague than saying this, and I truly mean it. I still really enjoy watching this movie when I am forcing myself to rewatch it because of what you happens know what's later. To come. That's a whole mm-hmm. other element that's added to it. And, and we're not that far away from it. Correct. We're just really... And know, also, it's like you we gotta said... we got to get through this week. And then we gotta next get through week, this it's week. like... But it's crazy. It was good seeing the beginning yeah. of them instead yeah. of just like throwing on five. Correct. At least because, we'll get to like reinvest in it again. And I think there's specific reasons for it. I know that some people are like, you know what? Let me just try to get. And you we're not with fucking like, watching it the way you wanted to, especially right. since Chelsea's no, no, going to no, watch no, it no, now. No, no, no. You got to do mm-hmm. theatrical. Mm-hmm. Theatrical. There's specific reasons for that. But I know some folks will try and like get we people. Had a, 
fight on this podcast over it. Because because I'm a dummy and it's like, look, there's people See, that are going to go. Wh- that's where the argument should have ended. <laughs> I'm a dummy. <laughs> but like, For if, every if, man if somebody were to, if somebody were like a big Marvel <laughs> yes. fan and they're trying to get like their significant other into the Marvel mm-hmm. movies or their friend or whatever, and then they went like, okay, I know that my boyfriend likes Led Zeppelin. We're going to start with Thor Ragnarok. That breaks my heart because I'm like, you can't just, but that even is though it's it, awesome, I feel like, but that's also kind of how chelsea sort of got into it i was like taika directed this one sure right and so you were willing to go see that in the theaters on opening day and we saw taika and them all come out also taika you saw wait okan you saw him walking (laughs) out tweet better yeah you just Uh, saw him walking out of a movie theater no no no, no, no. they came out we were at the dome Taika, Tessa Thompson, Chris Hemsworth, they all came out at the (gasps) beginning of the movie. We were in the How did I not tell you this? Oh my God. You did tell me this? I had to tell you this. I had to have told you. You must have. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. They surprised everybody. Yeah. Um, I think he does need to be tweeting better. I think he's on the right side, but I think people are misinterpreting what he said. But I'm not trying to defend. uh, Do you know what I'm saying? I feel like he's clearly on the side of the protesters. He's on the side of the protesters, but he's he's just saying flippantly, kind of. Be he's being there. he's trying to be funny and sarcastic and people are like dude do you think shirts cost three dollars what are you talking about mm-hmm. it's it's get yeah it's it's a bummer it's a bummer but um but also looting's not the problem no i know but i think he was saying that there's fake loot like there's people instigating that aren't protesting i yeah. think what his is what his point is but i'm not defending him and i don't know too big of a platform to be that vague you got to be fucking specific. <laughs> truly. Too big of a platform to be that vague. Truly, truly. But no, That's a good statement. I totally get that getting somebody in, yeah. however they can get in, is is great. It's just that it breaks my dumb little heart because I'm like, like Hobbs and oh, Shaw is how Chelsea got in. Great. But at least. Because we even tried this before. At least if the getting in That's leads to. That's far removed. Enough correct. removed to. And if at least the getting in can lead to, I'm interested enough in this one part of it. That I'm willing to go back from the beginning to experience the whole thing. That and look at Chelsea and made a also, face like, oh no, I don't no, want also that. Also, kind sorry, of luckily, you don't hurting. need the Incredible Hulk to. I mean, you say no, but I think you do. You do, but you don't. You <laughs> also don't at the same time. <laughs> I think you do. I think you do. If you're trying to get somebody into it, I'm not saying start you don't with that. Need it. I'm saying start with Iron Man. I know you're Iron saying Man's that. Iron Man's great. We mm. all know. But why you're my feeling. point mm. is that. See, you got a couple. Mm-mm's. But my point is that. Even if, my point is this, if you start with, for example, Iron Man, and that's not somebody's cup of tea, mm-hmm. that whole franchise keeps going and going. Like, there's so much later to it that like, okay, you don't like Robert Downey Jr. Who doesn't like Paul Rudd? You're going to like Paul Rudd, right? Do you I'm know what I'm saying? I'm going to say this about the Marvel Universe. Yeah. Though. They're so, Different. even though they're interconnected, they're so yeah. Di- they're able to make a stories. bunch of different. Correct, yeah. correct. So if you're trying to get someone into Fast and the Furious... You have I don't know. If they it's don't, narrow. It's if a they, narrow it place is. to shoot. It's more narrow. And the same thing with like Mission Impossible. Like mm-hmm. if they don't if they don't like most of the things from like part 1, then I'm like, okay, you're probably not going li- to I would say yeah. keep going at least get at least get but me to 3. But this is something that unfortunately but also to all of our great uh pleasure, pleasure and joy. Yeah. You have to Go through some stuff to get to the goods in yeah, this one. You do, and, and I it's, think a, it's worth honestly it. a miracle that it happened. I think it's a payoff. This I can't is a think forty. You just have to have percent. someone who's willing. And I'm how much did this now. make though? How much? Because that's did also it make? something we got to fucking talk about in these movies. People shit on these movies, but also they make money. Oh. They're some of the most diverse movies that are yes. made. 
Yeah. Oh, you want to know how much money it made? Because that's I how guess. it got a sequel, even though it got a forty percent. I guess we can do that. Let's see. Fast and Furious. Uh, I want to do my overall thoughts. It's not a good movie, but this is the most I've enjoyed it in a while. I think that mm-hmm. Paul Walker and Vin Diesel are both pretty good in this. I think that uh, Paul Walker sounds, he does a pretty good Keanu impression <laughs> at times. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I think some of the car stuff is pretty cool. Like it is a good, there's a few very good stunts in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, agreed. Still. Yeah. And there's some, stu- there's some CG stuff that doesn't hold up. Obviously there's some like, you know, effects, that are effects stylized stuff that doesn't Osmosis hold up. Osmosis Jones. I don't know what the, I need Honestly, to look up. Honestly, I liked that. And I liked the blur, like the time, the, the time warp or whatever that he's saying. Nos. Yeah. But I didn't the like the, the, the stretch or the like. Yeah, they did some other weird over, stuff when they slowed it down. Like, yeah. The 10 the, second the to the... I didn't like... Yeah. Right before they get yeah. to the train. <laughs> it's like... Yeah. Uh, okay. Off print. Off yeah. Print. This is pretty impressive. According to Wikipedia, $38 million budget, mm-hmm. and it made $207 million. Fuck, of course worldwide. that's getting a sequel. Worldwide. So, and like and like you said, too, I, I also feel that it's a little bit cynical of me, but I really think that it's like movie studio executives right universal whoever that are looking at a demographic and going we might not understand this but let's make a movie for this demographic what's a demographic black latino you know asian street car enthusiasts young people and i think they made a movie for that demographic and i think the movie for that demographic is overall pretty great and there's some good lessons there's good stuff in it yeah that kind you, of street racing stuff was any, pretty big back then. It I was, was. going to say, if there are any street racers out there listening, tell us if this is accurate fucking, in any well, way. Well, we actually would, have a pretty huge street racer yeah, audience. You know. <laughs> so I would love they to make know. Up, uh, I would love to the majority know. of our well, listenership. Yeah, this, I, all I, I've done is watch one Vice documentary about street racing in LA, and it's not like that. Not well, like don't that. worry. We got what eight more documentaries um, to show you <laughs> yeah these are documentaries this one is the closest to probably that to this movie is more about street racing culture than it is anything else yeah. the second movie is not and it's more about like a the third th- is uh, back to racing the third but specifically in drifting tokyo and right. drifting in japan and they try to tap into a real street racing culture there which i appreciate of like okay you're trying to do the that same is thing cool you know but, yeah and yeah, at, at a from but a they different don't angle do it well mm, i think they do that well they but do it's, it the, okay. it's the characters in the story that keller hates and it's so much fun to watch with him because he hates it so much <laughs> i it's so much fun it's just man it's fun. We're going to get into it. But We're again, get into dude, the fact we might a... enjoy that the most because Chelsea, because she's a car enthusiast and there's some dope car shit in that movie. But also she's not that kind of, that's like, she won't like Right, those but who knows? Maybe. Maybe. I liked Maybe. these cars more than I thought I was. Right. Uh, okay, true. Because you're typically You love a, a cool a, decal. <laughs> but they're, they're, you're typically a, like a classic a car classic. person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this one has so a lot of- you usually hate neon on cars. Yeah. You did scoff. You're like, look at those green lights. But then you're like, cool. No, and no. we've yeah, seen those green some... lights. Are so dumb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why would you have one identifiable thing about your car? Like yep. that's so I don't so know. dumb. It is stupid. But they is also it because, tail each other way too closely? Is it because those cars were under a tarp on the side of that thing on the side of the road that like they use those cars for the jobs? But and why they, do they need the neon? Because it's so distinguishable. It's like when bad guys will go and be like, you know, or it's like when cops will fucking go out and all wear a white band. 
there we go. Uh-huh. Or how Owen Wilson put that thing in, in Bottle Rocket, put it over his nose. Because it's like people are only going to remember like, that, what is that recognizable. Exactly. What I'm saying, yeah. as a criminal organization, right, you right, want right. to be the least recognizable. Less recognizable. Why would you put fucking green lights but on What the I'm bunch? saying is those cars, I don't think they use in there every day. So I don't know if they could, maybe they were untraceable. Right, that was I have the no idea. Line that did, the did they get them from um, Johnny? Johnny. Oh, I don't know. Like Johnny. no, I think those were their cars that well, they. Well, because he said up. you, ra- I didn't rat you out. I didn't rat you out oh. when he started. Johnny has started attacking him. Well, at, it's at only the, because uh, Paul the, Walker ratted him out. No, I know, but, but then that means that there's Diesel. some sort of connection between the two. There must, there groups. must be, there must be. Well, so, Johnny's yeah. obviously shady. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. He's into some shady. They were shit. like able to get him for gun charges, and I was like, he just such yeah. shot up a fucking street. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, with yeah, weird he, Tommy guns that had he, way too yeah, many why, bullets. Why, How does that can work? Someone mm-hmm. explain to me why they do it sideways. Uh, because it's cooler. It's cool. I feel like there's a Mythbusters episode. I, oh, so I probably. don't know if those guys are shitty or not. It's because they so you can curve the bullet. Like it's in one. it's like most things that are in movies and TV about like gangs and street gangs and stuff like that and criminals. They're I don't know if stylized. it's a stereotype. It a stereotype? Or I don't know if it's authentic. I don't know. Or yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Because when I was a kid, I heard so much crap. I heard like, I heard like the origin of why ha- people have baggy pants. Came oh, from yeah. like a prison thing, and I'm like, I don't know if is, that's true or bullshit. I it? don't know. I have no idea. You should research things. All right, we should. If yeah. only we had computers in our pockets. No, nope. uh, but no, I have no idea why they turn the gun sideways to then like. I have no idea. No clue. Maybe it's easier. Johnny Tran's dead. Let's count yeah. who's dead. JT's dead. Johnny Tran. Uh, Jesse, that kid who lost oh, his yeah. dad's car. Oh yeah. That actor looked familiar. He was probably in a bunch of other things. I yeah. His voice like was his awful. Voice. Yeah, he was. He wasn't he, a bad actor. He played, necessarily. His character was annoying, and we. I don't think he. I don't think the movie did enough to make him endearing. Yeah. So that when he died, we're like, oh man, Jesse. Well, because then at that point, what is what? Or I might have realized it earlier when they talk about Vince and Dom being in the third grade together, yeah. and then Vince or someone Mia says Vince twenty. Is 24 or something that's and then what you're like paul walker says oh. when he's calling in the chopper he's like i got a 24 i got oh. a male 24 years of age right. and then i'm like oh that means dom's 24 which too, is which yeah. mean, hilarious and then, which means when he's holding jesse yeah and he said or before that being like I, he, he has no one i'm yeah. like i'm looking out for him he's the younger dude I think jesse's like, like 19 six, it's like 16 to 19 <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> he says he dro- he says he dropped out of school but i don't know if how he's old like, was vindy's his dad was in movie. prison too that's a good question I don't know. I how, think Vin Diesel was like 34 when he found I agree. This. I agree. I would give him maybe 32, maybe 31, like early 30s. But he's what, 50 something now? Yeah. He's 52. Holy God. So, so he's supposed like, to be 24. But he was how old? So 32. 50, 32. Yeah. This is 20 years ago, right? Yeah. Okay. Wait. Eight, no. eight years. Yeah. If he's 52 now, then he would have been 32 when he filmed it. Yeah. That's wild. Um, but I think everybody else is alive. And then let's wrap up with the. Uh, Dominic Toretto's in Mexico. Yep. Mm-hmm. He escaped. He got some new car that's awesome. Where did Brian go? Who knows? Oh, that's a Camaro. Did Brian right. go to the cops or did he escape? Chelsea, question mark. We're going to find out. Where'd he go? In the next chapter. Where do you think he went? Well, Where'd he go? I mean. Where'd he go? He just, quote unquote, disowned the cops. So. <gasps> he did. Did he? So is it he an He let a criminal go. He did. Yeah, he did. So, so he's, he's not on the cop's side. He's got to turn in his badge. Yep. Yeah. Give me your badge. Turn in your badge. Yeah, so do we think this is a neutral or 
anti-cop pro-cop. I think it is a... It leans more anti-cop, I think. I think Like, so. all the cops are huge dicks to Brian, and he's yep. kind of like, well, these people are my family. And <laughs> and they do show, they do show like... But it's not because that's the theme of the entire series. I know, but for an undercover guy, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, and they do show that the FBI guy who they're working with flat out says, my superior is coming in tomorrow and I want to show him something. So do this, do that. Like they make choices based on like political reasons. Yeah. Or also at the like, end, he's like, uh, I can pin it on whoever I want yeah. to. Right. It's perks of the job. Cause he was trying to pin it on, uh, cause Brian O'Connor Brian, didn't yeah. tell them to make a move on Johnny Tran. Yeah. He was like, we have, we have, we, let me get some hard evidence. And he's like, what are you talking about? We have probable cause. Let's go in there. And then but that then he leads said, us. Yes. They called him and asked him, should we go? Because I think he, he maybe, yeah. Cause he made a bad call and cause he had mm-hmm. just slept with Mia. So he's like, it can't be Mia's brother. Right. I love Mia. And then he said, go for it. So yeah, you're right. But it is. And then, so that, so when, when they bust in on Johnny Tran's operation and his like cousin that's eating at a restaurant or whatever, um, I forget his cousin's name. He's the actor from Grimm. Mm -hmm. Actor from Grimm. And he's been in a ton of stuff that that's the moment where a cop puts their knee on his neck. And we were like, oh my God. And it's, it's just, yeah. And it's just, it changed it. And it's such a thing that I think that kind of... Well, the entire I time, mean, like, we saw cops in, like, militarized gear. And yeah. Chelsea was sure. like, oh, shit, back then. Because those are FBI guys. Like, they're doing a raid, you know, that are doing a raid. Um, Yeah. It's crazy. So I think that it shows that it's, a, a like, the police is almost like a job where, like, there's shitty people working at your job or whatever mm-hmm. and they're going to make calls based on them trying to get promoted or ahead mm-hmm. versus like what's the best for the whole thing um but then they still tell us that you know brian o'connor is a hero and he's a police officer and he is a he's cop. undercover like yeah. it, but he just makes a, a choice to side with the bad guys at but the it, end i think it for brian it's more about learning who he is because you don't yeah. meet him as a cop you meet right. him as a human you're and right. He's a good guy. And then so whether you're a cop minutes or a later. criminal, cr- criminal mm-hmm. I said that word, it do, it's, doesn't matter. It's disregarded whether you're a good human or not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I also think that here's the other question too. Like, does it show criminals as being stereotypes or does it humanize them? You know what I mean? humanizes them. I think, I think possibly because think the cop so. was like, this is what your guy Dominic Toretto did to somebody. This is your nonviolent, you know, this is, this is him. Like he nearly beat a guy to yeah. death. Yeah, and then you learn and then the he story. Gives his long backstory. And you're kind of like, dude, I get it. There's and, context. and Vin Diesel even says he works at a elementary school. Like he wor- he's like he's a, janitor a janitor at a school. He has to take the bus and he's showing remorse of like, I beat him so bad. And he, he like, didn't drive. even realize he, he's like, and then my arm was heavy. Yeah. Yeah, so I think it does. I think it shows them as like a flawed, yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they build yeah. upon that from what you guys have. Yes, been they do. Me. Okay, Keller, what else can we talk about before we we finish? We wrap up. Chelsea's falling asleep. It's late. <laughs> we started it late. Yeah, we did. Um, uh, do we have any other reviews to read? Want to yeah. get through some? Do that. Yeah. I can. I can. I can tell people, everybody, right now, if you're listening to this. We're going to try to get through the first three of these movies this week is the plan. The second movie in the series that is called Too Fast, Too Furious is streaming right now on DirecTV for subscribers. It's also streaming on USA for subscribers. Otherwise, it's rentable for like three or four bucks on Redbox, Amazon, YouTube, Google Play, Apple, etc., etc. So Too Fast, Too Furious uh, from 2003. Watch that next. And we're going to be watching that little short film before yes, which okay. is on the blu-ray okay. for part one 
but it's a short film that's like a prelude, supercharged prelude that happens in between one and two. We're going to watch that next week. Keller. Uh, we have a follow-up to a review because Go someone was embarrassed by their review. Oh, no. They put O, F, at sign, or and sign, dollar sign, so, oh fuck <laughs> um, Five stars This is from Biggie Wiggle Biggie Wiggle from Australia <laughs> yeah, 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 They're coming back Hey Biggie Wiggle I was a dummy and didn't leave my name It's uh, Albert Nice to meet you <laughs> oh, Albert <laughs> Still a fantastic pod I'm gonna go back to my cave now Thanks guys Albert come out of your cave Come out of Albert. your cave Don't go in a cave Albert thank you so much for leaving your For telling us your name We really appreciate it And we really appreciate you listening to the podcast yeah. Thank you that was it. We, we hope we didn't uh, embarrass you too much When we saw the name that was left Big Biggie Wiggle I like it And we assumed you were a rapper not from the east coast of the United States, but from Australia, like the Wiggles. Yeah, yeah, That's like what Kelly said. <laughs> <laughs> so he was Biggie Wiggle. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty great. That's what, Keller, yeah. your sense of humor is just riveting. It's people, just riveting. People, people uh, they come to the edge of their seat whenever I'm doing those bits. It has riveted me. Wow. Chelsea, Chelsea, are you excited about part two? Yes. Awesome. That's the most I could ask for. I'm going to go out on a limb and say part two is the worst. Oh, shit. You'll disagree. I don't know if I disagree. Okay, are but they in I Mexico think the whole I, time? I just I have a this disdain for three. You do, but I, what I'm saying is, once we get through two, we're okay. We're good. We and then it's coast. it's better. And then it starts. I might even put in like headphones and for three. And it starts this. Huh? Yeah. You, did, you didn't even what? I I just thought I didn't like Tokyo Drift. I don't oh. think you've seen it, have you? I've seen parts of things, so okay. I don't know. Okay, okay, okay. But again, maybe it'll I'm play different. I'm excited this time. Maybe I'm it'll... in a different yeah. headspace. Yeah. True. Aren't yeah. we all? Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. Oh, she she thinks part two takes place in Mexico. This is going to be yeah, great. It definitely this does. Be so great. <laughs> I mean, it might. I don't know. It that's might. where Dom is. Yeah, that's true. Or Dom's not in it, and they're back in LA. Uh, okay, guys. Okay, so just go ahead and finish up. So go watch. Too Fast, Too Furious. We'll be back in two uh, days. Guys, Don't forget to donate and read and yeah, learn. Yeah, we're going to post all the listen. links. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the most important thing right now. Yes. They were, once again, uh, the George Floyd Memorial Fund, Minnesota Freedom Fund, Black Visions Collective, Reclaim the Block, Campaign Zero, Unicorn Riot. Um, there is, yeah, the, the, the George Floyd Memorial Fund, it's, it's helping the Floyd family. Uh, the Minnesota Freedom Fund is a community-based nonprofit that pays criminal bail and immigration bonds for people that have been arrested during the protest. Black Visions Collective is a black, trans, and queer-led organization that is committed to dismantling systems of oppression and violence, and they're trying to create transformative long-term change. Reclaim the Block is a coalition that advocates for and invests in community-led safety initiatives in Minneapolis neighborhoods. Campaign Zero is an online platform and organization that utilizes research-based policy solutions to end police brutality in America. And Unicorn Riot is a nonprofit organization that is dedicated to exposing root causes of dynamic social and environmental issues. All of those are amazing. We're going to post the links for all of those things. And uh, and then Keller, you had did we have some other on your side or no? Oh, um, they're they're just more local if you right guys just look up where you are and yeah donate find a to your local fun, like because yeah. i'm sure it they're pretty much every state yeah. even fucking alaska was protesting yep yeah. 
And like, a uh, lot of people in every state are hurting. And getting arrested. Yes. So do what you can to help your community. Going fucking And if blind. you can't donate, that's okay. Share. Share. If you can't yeah. donate, share Share and stuff. educate yourself. Yeah. yeah. As Read best you can. And, and educate your family members. You. Educate your friends. Have the hard conversations. Yeah. They, they shouldn't be hard. I know it's scary, especially mm-hmm. with family that's on the opposite end of this quote-unquote spectrum. Mm-hmm. I guess it is a spectrum. My, one of my favorite things I read online a few days ago was uh, some white woman I follow. I think she's a writer, a comedian. She said, I, she was saying something to the effect of like not trying to obvi- obviously approve of like a violent property-destroying protest, even though we kind of determined when property is destroyed, that's that is a non-violent. That's a non-violent protest. Yeah, right, no right, human right. being is being no hurt. human being. But this per- this woman said, "I'm not con- like condoning that, approving that. Or oh, what I am doing is I'm saying, and I'm not black. She's like I'm white, but I know that if a person um, leaned their knee on my child's toe, I would blow up the moon and got away with it. I would blow up the moon, is what she said. So mm-hmm. um, that's that's a conversation that I had with a family member. Where I was like. If they, it, it kind of felt like a family member of mine didn't quite understand why these protests were happening, and I was like, "Look, if somebody killed you, I would be protesting. I would want, I would be more than protesting. I would want that person to go to jail. I would want, you know what I mean? That's you what would it's about. Hold murder. them accountable. That's it. <laughs> accountability. And I would, if somebody killed a loved one of mine, I'd probably want to do more than want that person to go to jail. I'd probably want to kill that person. I and we're day four and no one has been held accountable, really. Right, exactly. The dude's in One arrest has been made so far, on right? Bullshit on a guy charges. who yeah. had had multiple offenses. Right, 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 right. right. So that's what it's about. And the question, the question becomes, well, why does this continue to happen? And there's root causes and there's huge systemic issues. People are hurting. Do what you can to help. Um, to take care of your loved ones, to take care of your community. To yeah. support black artists. Yes. Um, yes. I yes. spent a portion of my day finding new black artists to mm-hmm. follow and to promote. Find black-owned restaurants, buy from them. I've seen tons of those lists going around. Mm-hmm. Tons of those lists. Black-owned restaurants where you can go and order you know, food during our quarantine favorite, and stuff to support. Our favorite in Chatsworth. You got to see if they oh, do yeah. pick up. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. Yeah. That's a great. I yeah, can't again, what it's called. I just forgot. Les Sisters. And oh, yeah. If you are Cajun food is so white or non-black and, and you're feeling all this and you're like, I, I can't say anything and you're on social say media. Say something. God damn say it. Something, say something. Say something. And also just hi- highlight other voices. Just yeah. highlight black artists. Actually, yeah. Activists, More than right? anything. Yes. Retweet, retweet you know, every black yeah. person you yeah. agree with. Like, retweet, or just share, th- share, that share. you learned something from. Repost. Absolutely. I want to say one more resource that I've learned a lot from um, is this artist that I recently found um, through a friend who's in the theater community in Los Angeles and has theater friends in New York. Um, His name is Brandon Michael Nace, Mm -hmm. and he posted a video about white allyship. um, Mm -hmm. And this friend of mine in L.A., uh, who is a white woman, decided to post that video until 50 people from her Instagram verbally or messaged her saying i have acknowledged watched this. even like said i've watched this i'm trying i'm learning mm-hmm. um and it took her i think two and a half three weeks but she never even, got to 50 yeah. which it should have taken a, a day yeah or less yeah and so it's not asking it's, a lot it's not asking a lot i i'm trying to do the same on my platform uh again I, no one i don't know just with my friends trying to hold my friends accountable mm-hmm. and 
Granted, it hasn't been that long, a couple of hours, eight hours maybe, and no one has told me that they've watched it yet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it is 45 minutes of your day to listen. There's not much, like it is that simple. Put it on the background, do your work. While you're driving to protest. (laughs) While you're driving to protest. While you're driving to work. Um, while you're getting ready, it's not fucking hard. Yeah. (laughs) It's not. Just do it. Mm -hmm. And we'll be better for it. Yeah. Well said. All right, y'all. Guys, be safe. It's Mm -hmm. time to go night night. It's late. Yeah. It's pretty late. Pretty late. But thank you for listening to this. We so, so appreciate it. Thank you for um, watching the Fast and Furious movies with us. And and uh, and can't wait to see what Chelsea thinks yeah, of part two. Oh, yeah. It's gonna it's streaming on USA. I already, I already said it. I said, I said, I said, I said, yeah, yeah. I said it while you were pulling up uh, review. Okay, okay, okay. You got it. So. Okay. Fuck the police. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, fuck the police. Thank you guys so much. Have a good night. Bye. Fuck the police. Fuck the police. Bye. Fuck the police. Fuck the police. Bye. Fuck the police. Fuck the police? Fuck the police? Yeah. yeah. Fuck the police. Fuck the police. No, don't. Fuck them. Unless that police is Brian O'Connor. <laughs> <laughs> fuck the And police. even then, fuck the police until like an hour and 40, 40 minutes in. Yeah. And then it's like, uh, oh, pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Just fuck the police. Fuck the police. All right. Bye. Bye.